I'm a lawyer, and in this video, we are covering stimulus check and stimulus package updates. I do have an update today. According to Bloomberg, the Trump administration is taking a step back from stimulus negotiations. Now, let me take a step back and explain what this means. Back in March, the CARES Act was signed into law, which brought the first $1,200 stimulus check. Since then, for the past several months, the Republicans and Democrats have been going back and forth about what should be in the next stimulus package. Both have said that they want a second stimulus check to be included, but what they haven't been able to agree on is the other stuff. And most importantly, they can't agree on the price tag, how much to spend on this next stimulus package. Well, for the majority of the last few months, there have been four key players in the negotiations. On the Republican side, it's been Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin and up until more recently, White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows. And on the Democrat side, it's been House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer. Allegedly, now that the Trump administration is taking a step back from stimulus negotiations, what that means is that the Republican side, Mnuchin and Meadows, will be replaced with Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. Senate Finance Committee Chairman Chuck Grassley, who is a Republican from Iowa, explained the situation and said, there's not been any discussion yet between McConnell and Pelosi, but McConnell is not going to rely on Mnuchin anymore to do the dealing. I think he is intending to take it over and to try to get something going and get it done. I'll go over what this means for the possibility of getting another $1,200 stimulus check and the negotiations in a bit. Is this good or bad? But first, just a quick moment to thank the sponsor of today's video, Skillshare. It's an online learning community with thousands of inspiring classes for creative and curious people. I just took this course to learn web copy, basically how to write on your website so that it sells without being cheesy, and I learned so much. For example, I learned that most people actually just skim websites, which is why you need to use subheadings to capture their attention instead of just having a blob of text. So I'm working on some changes to my website. And whether you're looking to fend off boredom or learn a new skill, Skillshare is the place you can keep learning. And the first thousand people to use the link in my description will get a free trial of Skillshare premium membership. And after that, it's only around $10 a month. So the link is below. And now back to the update. So diving back in, both Pelosi and Schumer said again on Thursday that they support a larger next stimulus package, around $2.4 that would include things like a second $1,200 stimulus check. What Mitch McConnell wants seems to be something much closer to the $650 billion stimulus package that Republicans had proposed, which does not include a second $1,200 stimulus check. The reason this is problematic for us is because of the large gap. McConnell even admitted to this, that they are so far apart in terms of the price tag. He said, it seems to me the snag that hung us up for months is still there. I don't think the current situation demands a multi-trillion dollar package. I think it should be highly targeted. The reason this news is problematic, the fact that the Trump administration is taking a step back from stimulus negotiations, is because it's brought the price tag that Democrats want and what Republicans want even further apart. If you take a look at this chart, 
it shows you the timeline of the different price tags. The latest news prior to the election was that the White House was willing to spend $1.8 trillion, and Democrats were willing to come down to $2.2 trillion. Now, with the Trump administration stepping out of stimulus negotiations and Mitch McConnell taking the lead, here's what's happening. Pelosi and Schumer are saying they want $2.4 trillion, and McConnell is saying he wants the skinny deal, a highly targeted deal that's not in the trillions. So essentially what's happened is we've backtracked to where the parties were at in August and September. Instead of this gap, a difference of about $400 billion, now we're looking at this gap again, a difference of almost $2 trillion. This is why some news outlets like Politico are saying that prospects for a new stimulus bill this year just hit rock bottom on Thursday. As always, I'm going to keep you updated if any new updates come out and i'm sure we'll find out more in the next week or so about how the trump administration taking a step back from stimulus negotiations really impacts the potential for a deal happening join our bring the funk fan club every dollar that you give to us supports our daily digital show only one daily digital show out here that keeps it black and keep it real as roller Martin unfiltered Support the Roland Martin Unfiltered Daily Digital Show by going to RollerMartinUnfiltered.com. You can make this possible. Rishi, I had um, someone uh, call me today and they said, well, but, but is he going to concede? I said, I don't care. I said, he doesn't have to concede. I said, 69 days from now, his answer is gone. Donald mm -hmm. Trump. He is sitting in the Oval Office right now, right now, on January 19th at 11.59 a.m. The Secret Service is going to walk in and say, it's time to go. <laughs> if he resists, they're going to say, sir, it's time to go. You can no longer occupy this building because you're no longer president. At 12.01... It does not matter if Joe Biden has put his hand on the Bible and raised his hand. It does not matter. The Constitution states at 12.01 p.m. that man is going to be president of the United States. They will walk Trump ass out of the Oval Office into the beast, say, drive him to Andrews Air Force Base. He can have a 10-hour rally if he wants to in the hangar. <laughs> and when he's done, they will put us behind on that plane and say, where are we taking you? New York, Ireland, Mar Largo, Aruba, hell, it don't matter. Where are we taking you to? And then they're going to drop his ass off. He's going to have his smaller Secret Service detail and that wonderful blue and white plane that says President of the United States on the, United, uh, on the side, United States of America on the side, is going to fly back to Andrews Air Force Base it will not be called Air Force One when he's on it. So I keep telling people, y'all, stop. I don't even care. He's lost. Bye-bye. Right. I mean, Inauguration Day technically is on um, January 20th, but I totally agree with your point. Yeah, 20th. The problem, the problem isn't so much that Donald Trump, whether he concedes or not, but what is genuinely a problem is the obstruction from the Trump administration in terms of the smooth 
and peaceful transition of power. We know that there isn't going to be this armed coup, but nonetheless, we still need these government agencies to cooperate, not because they're competent, not because they have any kind of unique skills that would not be present in a Biden-Harris administration, but because lives are on the line. Even Donald Trump's COVID task force has stated that they're not being able to cooperate with the Biden-Harris task force could lead to more carnage. Donald Trump sat there in his inauguration and he talked about American carnage and he delivered on that. And that's what's happening right now. We're looking to, we might see another 100, 150,000 deaths at the massive escalation that we're seeing of COVID infections. And we're not putting Biden-Harris in the best position to take over and tackle it. And the less, the less that they have to prepare, the less involved they are right now, the more extreme the measures we might have to take come 2021. And I know we all want to get the hell about the house. And so there is a real consequence to Donald Trump's rhetoric because you have people like Emily Murphy in the GSA who won't, who won't sign transition papers. You have people like Mike Pompas, as Dr. Carr referred to him, who are holding back correspondence from foreign leaders. These are all things that put us behind the eight ball. Luckily, we do have an administration that will be coming to, you know, into power, like you said, no matter what, per the Constitution, that is competent, that is ready, that is able, that will listen to science, and that's been there and done that. So that gives me confidence, but we cannot let Trump off the hook for the obstruction, and I will say treason, against the United States because he is obstructing the will of the people. 76 million people in county. All right, folks, back to our Uncle Tavino in just one moment.